How do we prevent people from being scalped for Dave's tickets? I promise you, nobody is going to get scalped for Dave's tickets. That's great. Mm -hmm. Will other rapper artist parents be there? And if so, do you know their names? Uh, yeah, actually, yes, Meek Mill's parents will be there. Meek Mill's? Mm -hmm. uh, it's Bob and Sharon Mill. Bob and Sharon. Welcome to Something Crunchy. Tyler is homies with Blake. Blake is the older bro of Blair. Blair is married to Tyler and is a slutty slut slut. Welcome to Something Crunchy. What the hell is crunchy? Welcome to Something Crunchy. Welcome to another special edition episode of Something Crunchy. I'm Cullen Blake. With me as always, Blair and Tyler Dressel. We have such a crunchy guest joining us tonight. You've seen her in movies like Night Shift, St. Elmo's Fire, and Seven Pounds. Shows like Mork and Mindy, Seinfeld, most recently on Dave. Please welcome Gina Hecht. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. How are you, Gina? Of course. Very well, thank you. And you? Oh, doing wonderful. So you were born on December 6th in Texas. I was born on December 6th in Texas. Practically related. Just thought I'd open with that. Real? Yes. 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 Blair and I are from Dallas. You're from Houston, right? Oh my yes. Now are you all still in Dallas? No, no. We are in Phoenix, where Tyler is a native of. Yep. <laughs> but I was named after gotcha. a city in Texas, so that's gotta count yeah. for something. <laughs> Absolutely, for sure. <laughs> well, we are very excited to have you on. I want to start with Dave. This is one of our favorite shows. We talk about it all the time, and you are fantastic same, same. at playing Dave's mom, same. Carol. We love your yes. character. Um, you Thank and David you. Pamer play off of each other incredibly well. Um, and I'm eager to know Thank how you. closely your character is based on Dave's real mom. Did you spend time with her to get direction? Were you casted because of any similarities? Uh, well... I haven't spent a lot of time with her. I met her after the first year's premiere. Oh, okay. I talked to her briefly. I'd love to sit down and talk with her, though. But, I mean, I was really cast from a casting session. I had a good feeling when I walked in. They said, oh, my God, she even looks like my mom. So I thought, okay, <laughs> all right. Um, this, this may go well. And then I started doing my idea of what this character may be not really knowing anything about dave anything about the show and dave stopped me after i'd gotten a sentence or two out and said no 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 just do you and i said okay and then that that's how it went we we ran through it once and a uh, little improv here and there not much and then I got it. Oh, but, wow. Well, you yeah. must have made some excellent yeah. choices. How did you react to uh -huh. seeing the script or learning about the girthy amount of penis-related content <laughs> written into the show? <laughs> well, so the scene that I auditioned with, I'm trying to remember. I don't think, I think I only had the scene and, and not the script at the time that I first auditioned for it. And I it up to see if there really was this character little dicky because i it, it didn't say uh dave bird it it the show was called the untitled little dicky project and you know so i thought what the fuck is this but okay i'm i'm definitely in yeah i, I definitely want to be a part of this i don't know what it is but we don't blame I, you i'm all in all in for the ride here so i looked it up 
found his Freaky Friday yeah. video. <laughs> and I watched it and I thought, this guy is fantastic. He is so talented. So I went in for it. I, I really wanted to know if little Dickie was a real person because I didn't know. And so I wanted to make sure when I walked into the room that I would be able to identify who the person was should he be in the room that I'm reading with. <laughs> so that's what that's what took me to, uh, you know, to this music video. And I, I was just blown away by just blown away by the talent and cre creativity of that video. So I went in and auditioned and came home after reading with him. I thought he is adorable, this guy. Yeah. I just. I just loved him. So I left that. I called my manager. I said, you know, I think it went really well, but you know, you, you never know. The things the things that I thought went horribly, I get, and the things that I went, huh, you'll be getting a call from them. <laughs> you know, so That's how it goes, huh? At this point in my career, I never know. But I went home and looked up more of his stuff and watched another uh, music video or two. And I just thought, please, God, let me get this. So, in fact, I did. And I called my daughter and I've got I've got two daughters um, and I called uh, Maggie and Bailey and I called Bailey, who I guess at the time was maybe 23, 24. And I said, Bailey, you, you've got to look at this video. You've got to look at this guy. His his rapper name is Little Dicky and and he's got five hundred thousand views on youtube for this for this video, music video he made he said she said okay let me look at it she called me back she said mom um that's 500 million views <laughs> oh on God. youtube and i you know i think a few people know who he is yeah. oh my god this is amazing so that's that's the um, that was a short story. No, that was the long story. Of how I got it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how many mothers were the ones that showed that to their daughters instead of the other way around. <laughs> I, I, Me, well, here's the thing. So obviously, we come from a showbiz family. So I am not going to be your typical mom in terms of ah, being prudish or being offended by language or sexual situations or anything like that That's I, great. i'm an actor so same here you know we roll up our sleeves and dig in and there's really nothing that's taboo about anything yeah. for that matter so as as an actress even if i weren't playing his mother with i mean i was blessed and graced with that job but i would love this show regardless do you and your husband watch it oh my god Watch Dave? <laughs> yes. Who is it watching? Yes. And yeah. let me tell you something. I will go back and rewatch an episode that I'm not in, that I thought was a particularly, I think they're all good, but that I thought was a particularly good episode. I've I've watched the season finale of season two oh, maybe three times. It's incredible. It is it's such incredible. a great episode. Both of the finales are episode. incredible, but that one well, they, I, I've seen so yeah. many times. Blake it, turned me on to that episode and made me and watch the it. The same, yes. Yeah, I love that and one. And the episode that led up to it, Enlightened Dave, I thought was brilliant. Just brilliant. Oh, it yeah. looked like from the moment it started, just the cinematography, I felt like we were, I was watching a feature film. It was so gorgeous. It was yeah. so beautifully done. That was directed by 
uh, is it Kitao's uh, Sakurai, I think. And he is just, I mean, he was, they get great directors on this. Just great. No, they do. And hopefully yeah. you were as inspired by the milking table as Blair and Tyler were. <laughs> I thought that was so fucking funny. So fucking I funny. thought it was so great. Oh and when Andrew, well, Mike, the character of Mike, pulls mm -hmm. into that garage at the end of that episode, I, I, I was screaming. It was so funny. And I have to tell my friends and, well, my sister, who's 14 and a half years older than I am, and I, I said, okay. So you always want to know when I'm on something. I'm on something. And I will just tell you now, you should probably take a Valium and a glass of wine before you sit down and watch this. Because it's, it's, not, it's not for her, for sure. And probably for not most people my age. But, you know, like I said, I'm not most people. And I am not offended by any of it. And... Do you know who Love wrote that joke? Do you know who uh, wrote that scene out? Was that Andrew and, and Dave? or? Was uh, it... Oh, no. I, I'm sure it was the writers. I don't have that particular script in front of me, but Jeff Schaefer and uh, I'm trying to think who may have written that particular. I don't know if it was Salad and Peterson. I don't know. We have, we have uh, so many great writers on the show. I'm not sure who wrote that particular episode. The writing is fantastic, and I love that you brought up the um, season two finale. Let's talk about Gata for a moment. He is one of our oh, favorites on the show. Yeah. He's Dave's hype man in real life, and I'm blown away by the fact that he's never acted before this series. I haven't heard yeah. one negative thing about Gata. What has been your experience working with him, and do you believe he can go places with his acting outside of the show? Oh, well, for, I, I'd love to make a joke saying, you know, oh, my God, I hate it. But, I mean, I can't even make <laughs> you that can't joke. Even make you can't joke. even make a joke. He's, I mean, he's so, he's so great. He's so great. When I, when I sat down and did the, we did a table read of the pilot before we shot it. And I had never met anyone other than Dave and I get, I'm trying to think of Saladin Patterson, one of the one of the producers and head writers. Jeff Schaefer, I knew, but not not really well, but I knew him. And we sat down to, to this table read, and Gaeta was there, and I just thought, Who's this guy? Who is this <laughs> fabulous guy? So I met him, I said hi, I went home, I immediately looked him up on IMDB couldn't find him <laughs> i just couldn't i looked up daviante i looked up everything i could find and he was nowhere so then i i shot i'm trying to remember if i had shot my scene we just had one scene in the pilot in in the car but then i said to dave i said let me come and read for you off camera the telephone call because i know that dave wasn't primarily an actor. He's this rapper and right. he's this and he's very talented, but you know, I, I didn't know how many things he had shot and done. So I said, let me come and do this off camera. It might be helpful instead of just having a script supervisor read the dialogue of our phone conversation. Let me come and read it for you. He said, Oh my God, would you do that? I said, are you kidding? Please let me do it. So I showed up and, and Gaeta <laughs> showed up. And I walked up and I said, Gaeta, I, I went to look you up on IMDb and 
And he interrupted me and said, yeah, yeah, no, I'm not an actor. And I went, <laughs> of course you're an actor. What do you mean you're not an actor? And he said, Amazing. no, no, I just, he said, you know, this, I'm just doing me. And I said, no, you're not. I said, come on, you, you also read, I'm trying to think who was the rapper. It may have been YG, I'm not sure, but there was supposed to be a rapper in that show who wasn't there for the table read and Gator read him, but he didn't read him as Gator. He had a different character for this rapper. And I said, what you just did in the table read? He said, yeah, yeah, but you know, that's what I do. And I said, come on. I said, listen to me. I could put you in a suit and tie and you could be some very cool stockbroker on Wall Street or something. And he paused and looked at me and he went, yeah, I could. Said, I know, I know. So I feel like I was one of the first people, I will take credit for being one yes. of the first people to say, no, baby, this isn't just you. You've got something. You are really really talented i'm so glad you so, said that definitely think he has yeah. the jobs he resonates with I all mean, audiences absolutely and and uh, you know my friends and other people that come up to me they they certainly talk about dave because people love dave but boy they talk about gata and how much they love him and how much they love that that fabulous scene i think it was in episode five of season one in the studio, in the recording studio, when he talks about his bipolar disorder. And it was, I mean, I don't need to tell you how great it was. <laughs> so good. It, you know, amazing. I mean, I'm, I'm glad you bring that amazing. up. We had on Jarvis yeah. George a few weeks ago, who also appeared on Dave, mm -hmm. and he had a really interesting mm -hmm. take on Gata. He said, if you remove the hip hop culture out of the show, Gata is basically the George Costanza character in reference to his anxiety. Being George Costanza's therapist, I'm wondering if you could speak to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so interesting. I I do not see that at all. I mean, George is, I don't see George Costanza as being bipolar at all. I would not say Neurotic, that that is, but no, not bipolar. Yes, yes. But I mean, he doesn't have to be bipolar. Right? <laughs> right. You know, I mean, bipolar, you just feel things so deeply you feel the highs so high and the lows so low and george costanza was just a whirling dervish i feel he just <laughs> you know i don't know i'd have to ask jason to, to see if he agreed with me but I, I mean i don't think he would say yeah george was bipolar <laughs> i'm pretty sure he wouldn't no i don't i don't think jason's uh character of, of george or and gata's real life you know situation really have anything in common no and you and jason alexander are close you're both big poker players as well this is cool well i'm a big poker player and jason plays poker <laughs> <laughs> oh well said shots fired what got you into poker how long have you been at it and will you let me know when a seat opens up at your game right we need it <laughs> you you may not want a seat opening at my game <laughs> Oh, so give it to uh, him. I've been playing. <laughs> I've been playing poker. Well, I grew up in a family that played games. We played all kinds of games, whether it was you know Scrabble or it didn't matter what it was. And poker was one of those games. And so I just I can't even tell you the first time I played it, but I can tell you that all through college, 
we would start a game Friday night and end it sometime on Sunday, I think. And that was how it was when I moved out to Los Angeles as well. When I, the first apartment in the building, the manager and his wife and I became friends and they played poker. And then we found some other people in the building who played. And that's what happened then. We would start Friday night after people got off of work. We would end Saturday morning after the sun came up. We'd take a little break and start in again Saturday night. And that was just, I think we play. I mean, it was like nickel dime quarter or something. And it was, it was so ridiculous because at playing nickel dime quarter, you would just stay in until, you know, it was like stay into the river on, on everything, on every hand. You would just see every card, turn it over and try and figure out what you had. It didn't matter. And we'd play crazy games. I mean, that was before No Limit Hold'em, really. That was... No Limit Hold'em, that is serious stuff. How are you around the table? Are you, like, fierce and stone-faced? Do you mess with everyone? Do you kind of play, like, kind of some of your characters? <laughs> well, um, I, I I used to play No Limit. I really don't anymore. I've, I've moved into mixed games now, which I find much more fun uh, you never get bored, and the people are frankly. Much, I can't say they're nicer. They are certainly more friendly sitting at a mixed game table. Nobody has the hoods over their heads and sunglasses on and covering up their neck so you don't see their pulse and you know, <laughs> and covering up covering up their mouth and their neck and their head and their face. So that's a thing. That's covering that, up that the neck. Thing? I knew about the glasses and oh, the hood and all that, but the, the, pulse? the pulse, the neck that. Wow. Yeah. So they'll, they'll take their like left arm across their chest and take the right like collar of their shirt and pull it up. So it's the person, whoever they're playing, depends which side they're playing on. Can't see like if, the vein in their neck starts pulsing Whoa. in a bigger way or faster way or slower way, just to give nothing away. They just now have, that is, that's one of the body language things they do, or they'll just wear a hoodie up around their chin. So people don't see that. There's just all kinds of. Have you made fun of someone make. for their body language and being that ridiculous Never. around the table? No. Never. No. Oh, I no. couldn't resist. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. I mean, people do what they have to do to try and what? play their best and win their best game. I used to play it, and I used to be, I thought that I was pretty good. I felt like I was a competitive player, and I, there would certainly be games and tables. I'm really a tournament player. I play some cash sometimes with friends. I rarely play cash games. I do if I'm in Vegas for the World Series and I'm between tournaments, I may sit down for a cash game, but I'm mostly a tournament player. Um, so having said that, when I would play No Limit Hold'em tournaments, I was good at the player. Very quickly, people became aware of tells. And very quickly, anyone who was any good at all would get rid of those tells or be aware of them or shift them or whatever. So the tells didn't become like, you know, they're pursing their lips or their eye twitched or, you know, whatever, that sort of thing. A tell was more of 
watching what they do, watching what their starting hands may be, seeing how they continue with those starting hands that you think may be in their range, and making decisions based on how you think they play rather than a particular tell, as it were. Um, but I have used tells in the past to my advantage, knowing what people are looking at for me and knowing what my table image is of this older woman who plays probably very tight and doesn't know how to play that well. I have used that to my advantage. Ooh. Love those. So, yeah. Well, and sometimes they're right because God knows sometimes <laughs> I don't play very well. So, you know, there's always that. There's no perfect player. But that's awesome that you play in the series and all of that. It's interesting you're more of a tournament player instead of the, the cash game style. I feel like most people flock to the cash tables. Yeah, I mean, here's what I like about tournaments. I'm going to lose what I'm going to lose. Oh, that's what I'm going to lose. But I, the upside could be huge. So when I go to a tournament, whether it's a $50 buy-in, a $500 buy-in, a $1,500 buy-in, whatever it is, I will never play something that I can't afford to lose or that I would really regret losing, would be uncomfortable for me to lose. I just, I don't play those kind of stakes. So if I walk up for a $50 tournament and it doesn't matter to me whether I see that $50 again or not, then let's go. And, you know, in cash games, I think where people can get in trouble is they lose. They reach into their pockets, they pull out more. They lose, they reach into their pockets, they pull out more. In a tournament, you can't do that. That's it. You put up your buy-in. Sometimes you can buy in more than once, but you know, I I usually don't need to or decide not to or, you know, whatever. So that's why I like tournaments, because it's just a fixed amount. This is what you're going with. And you could win a whole lot more, but you're not going to lose any more. That is like beyond cool. And you got to have some like cojones to play poker. Like you got to know, I'll sit down at a three, six table and have some fun. But like my tells, I am like so quick. Well, I've had the biggest smile on my face and it's like, yeah, I got, I got a great hand. The like, bartender yeah. knows your tell. I know. Blair might as well have a tail behind her. Yeah. I know. Sometimes yeah. I can also use that, but no. Rock a three, six. That's about three, it. Three, six. Is that limit? Is that what you're playing? Three, six. Yes. Limit, no? Yes. Yeah, small. Beans. I mean, I mean, limit hold them. Uh huh. Well, you can still, you know, if people cap it all the way, what is it, three or four bets for a cap? It is four. Is uh, it four? So, yeah. I mean, you know, 20, 24 bucks of, you know, I mean, you could be a hundred dollars into one hand. Yeah. It's true. It's so fun to be surprising, though. Like, I like to sit at a table of men and just, like, you know, pretend like I don't know. Like, I grew up, in, you know, playing Texas Hold'em and, like, poker and all these things. Like, yeah. But like you said, like, when people think, like, oh, she's going to play tight, she's going to do this. And, like, yeah, I think that I don't know how to play it. And I love that for the guys that yeah. are um, underestimating you. Oh, love it. Well, it's October <laughs> around here. It's Crunchtober. And we typically dedicate uh -huh. the whole month to horror. Do you have any favorite horror films? Once again, dedicate the whole month to whores. So let's see. My favorite, my favorite horror films, I guess, are Pretty Woman. Uh, That's a good one. Now yeah. this is a segment this, we need to explore. This is way better than the horror genre. The, yeah. hor the horror genre. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The Boogie horror Nights. genre. 
Uh, yes, there you go. Uh, <laughs> the horror genre. Uh, do I have any horror films? It's interesting because we were talking about old films. Old films, and unfortunately, I found that some of these old films that we go, oh, that's so great. And then my husband and I will show them to our doors going, this is the scariest fucking film you'll ever see. Get ready. <laughs> we show it to them, and it's like, Oh. Wait, where's the scare? Where's the, that's the monster? What that happens it? all the time. Yes. It happens all the time. The essence is still there, but because the technology has evolved, it's kind of hard oh to go back God. to yeah. old movies. It's and so stuff. hard. It is. That's why they have to be kind of creepy and thriller and kind of that more of that style. That will always get me. So hard. I mean, the horror films or suspenseful films that get me, it's not so much... It's really not the monsters. It's the it's like the mind the fog. terror. It's the suspense. Yeah, exactly. And it's the not knowing and the waiting. And you know, it's the old. You're looking in the mirror. You open the medicine cabinet. You close the medicine cabinet, and there they are. It's Boom. that kind of scare that I am always kind of leaning back in the couch on, um, <laughs> rather than a monster per se. It's that tense, you know, yeah. the tension that they can build. Can you see yourself playing any roles in today's horror or these Ryan Murphy shows like American Horror Story or Dahmer? Well, American Horror Story is so character-driven that, yes, please, Ryan Murphy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, so for sure that it's interesting because I'll get auditions occasionally for a horror film, rarely because it's just really not my casting, but every once in a while, and I'll look at it and I'll see if I can find anything. And then ultimately I call my manager and go, come on. I mean, come on, tell me. I mean, there's no way, right? There's, <laughs> there's no way that I should be even putting down an audition for this because this audition will live out there in the world. If I put this down, someone's <laughs> going to find this audition and go, you, my God, how bad could someone be? I didn't realize it was possible to act this badly. So oftentimes I just take myself out of uh, out of the possibility for casting. Steer away you from know, the genre. That makes sense. I could definitely see I a like American him. Horror Story, though. With Dandy, like one of those. Yeah, mm, I could see that. Yeah. yeah. Well, we like yeah. to play a game on every episode and try to come up with a little something uh-huh. for each guest. We got a quality okay. game for Gina. Super easy. Oh my gosh. Super easy. As you know, there's several of your fellow actors who have spent time around a poker table playing at a high level like you. And there's also several who have spent time in the adult entertainment industry. If you'll indulge us, I'd like to give you a couple names and you just tell us porn or poker. <laughs> I expect oh, I expect you to be pretty so good at this. <laughs> oh dear God. <laughs> I wonder how many people I will offend tonight. Let's go. <laughs> <Tina. laughs> All right. First one. James Woods. Oh. <laughs> no, Jimmy, Jimmy is actually a friend. Poker. Poker Yay! is correct. Right. about him in a porn for Yes. A See, I knew she's going to be good at this. She's going to say, yeah, these, these are my friends. I play with these guys. And I've porned with these guys. You just at least have to imagine them in a porn for a moment while we go through the game, which is always great. Okay. Oh, Jimmy, I just thought, well, yeah, porn, but you all probably don't know. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, porn for sure. Porn for sure. Well, Blair found no, out no, doing no, some kidding, homework kidding, that he's um, he's, oh, he's porn ready. Stunt cocking. 
I couldn't say. I couldn't <laughs> say. <laughs> That's her friend. All right, next one. David Duchovny. Oh, wow. Well, that's very interesting. Oh. <laughs> wow, I have a feeling he's played poker, but I'm going to say, I know this is crazy, I'm going to say porn. She's correct with oh, porn. Shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would have said porn, too. 66 episodes of Red Shoe Diaries oh would have him qualify for porn. Whoa, 66 shows? Yeah. Get it, David. Wow. Okay. You're on a roll. I, I like winning. She's okay. killing it. <laughs> Jackie Chan. No way was he in a porn. I wouldn't think so, but no I help, do Blair. Not think of him. No, I know, but I don't think I know him from the poker world <laughs> at all. I don't She's recall using process anyone of elimination. I love it. Bringing up his, I love this little laughter in the back. But, <laughs> 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 you know, just that devilish little thing. Okay, I'm going to go. I know this is crazy. I'm going to go you know, comedy porn. Oh! <laughs> I'm going to go for. Comedy porn is correct. Whoa! No, are you serious? 1970s Hong Kong comedy porn, to be specific. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Wow. Is this for real? For real. I'm going to have to check it out. It was now. called like All in the Family or something like that. But it is 1970s Hong Kong comedy porn. That I is correct. I see it. Because <laughs> you were thinking it. I couldn't I've say got, it. All I could do was laugh. That was your stumper. That was the one that you were just never supposed to get in a million years. Here's, I know, but here's the thing. Here's what I think I know. I think I've heard of so many names that are either in poker or I played with them. So if I haven't heard of them in poker, I'm just going to guess the porn. But I don't know. It's a great Do you problem. have more? Or was that Good it? strategy. All right. No, we got to stump you on one. All right. I'm going to give you two more. Brad Garrett. <sighs> 100%. Oh, she said poker. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You cut out for a second. We didn't hear your answer. <laughs> oh, I did. Oh, yeah. Poker, 100%. Poker. 100%. See, she I could see him in a porn that he's like a, it's like a nice big tree. Tall. Yeah. To climb. He's a thick tree. Is that what you just called him, Blair? I, you're a big tree, too, babe. I know, but come on. You called him a thick tree. You never called me a thick tree. <laughs> poker, yeah. Let me just chime in with Blair. I would seeing him in porn but i have seen him in poker so <laughs> not the only one all right <laughs> wishful thinking okay. huh, blair last one and she she's four for four she is killing it at wow, porn or poker she's rocking this wow sylvester stallone i have never heard of him playing poker ever not even at celebrity tournaments, so I'm going with Korn. But You're five there. for five. This is wow. our first guest wow. to come on and have a perfect game. Five for five? Hey, How does it hey, feel? Wow. That is very impressive. Gina. Okay, so She's first, obviously a winner. She's a champion yeah. here. She really got into that. And <laughs> Sylvester, wow. that was supposed to stump you because he was in a good poker movie called Shade. It wasn't a good poker movie. He was in a poker movie called Shade. <laughs> there you go. And, <laughs> better. But he was also in... The party at Kitty and Studs from 1970, <laughs> which would qualify Aww. as a porn. 
Yeah, I could see it. Hence, Italian Stallion. Oh, see, it all makes sense. Five for five? You are our first guest to come on and get all questions right in the game. What? Crunchy trophy coming your way. Yes. It's the Jackie Chan that was supposed to prevent you from allowing that to happen. You You get an Instagram shout out for something (laughs) crunchy. Congratulations. I, I can't believe this. I, I am so excited. I feel like I should go buy a lottery ticket. <laughs> but I actually I actually don't gamble, believe it or not. I play poker, but I don't wager any debt. I can so, relate to that. No, I, I know what you mean by that. Gambling or playing poker yeah. is just like showing up for a paycheck. Gambling is like, you don't know if you're coming out of there with <laughs> any money. Yeah, way different. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. I mean, this is people don't understand but truly poker players i mean there are plenty of poker players who are gamblers but i know many poker players who don't gamble at all and the difference is with poker you are making informed decisions Mm -hmm. about information you have when you gamble like if you pick up the dice and roll you know at a craps table you have you have to you have to put up your money or you roll in poker, I have information before I put up my money. Yeah. Strategy. So that's the difference. On all these prop bets, on all the bets at the casinos, with all on all the table games, you need to make a wager before you have any information. And that's really the the definition, I feel, between gambling and making a wager in poker yeah. because it's an educated decision. And some people are just, better than others at that. True. Well, before we let you go, any new and exciting projects or updates on season three of Dave? No updates on season three. I actually go back to shooting this coming week. I think they started last week. Um, Very excited to get back to it. Yeah. Love everyone there so much. Um, I did, let me think, anything else coming up? I got busy. Very busy with all of a sudden three projects on top of each other. What were they? Uh, oh, I did an episode. I don't know if you all know this show, but they are so good. This episode of Tacoma FD. Do you know this show? Yes, Broken Lizard. The same people that yeah. did Super Troopers and all of those. At least there's yes. a couple of the actors from there. I don't know if it's like the Broken Lizard yes. writing team. Those are the guys. Yeah, that's a funny show. They were so great. to work. It was so much fun. It was <sighs> ridiculous. It was just a great amount of fun, so I did that, and I shot a, a film. It's like a Christmas film, but for Jews. So some sort of Hanukkah, <laughs> Christmas movie, Hallmark, Christmas movie for Hanukkah. That's awesome. <laughs> that, that I shot. There needs it to was, be more of those. It really a lot of fun. Yeah, it needs to be done. Cross I know. <laughs> you don't see that on the Hallmark I... Channel near enough. <laughs> You really don't. I can't, I don't know why, but that's true. I think it'll make Howard Stern very happy. Yeah, yeah. I think it would. To, yeah. Right? He likes all those Hallmark movies, which always just floors me when I hear him talking about it. I think, Howard Stern, really? You're a Hallmark movie guy? Okay. He's a Hallmark guy. I <laughs> know. Oh, so I did that, and then my daughter shot a film. Anyway. Well, Dave and Tacoma FD. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of fun yeah, stuff that's, going on. Yeah, that's pretty on. exciting. And Dave, was, will that come out probably first of the year, you imagine? I'm trying to think of the timeline and how it came out last season because we're, we're kind of shooting in the same timeline. And I don't know if it, it's, I don't think it'll be the first of the year. I think that's too soon, but maybe 
spring. Maybe March. Yes. I don't. Do you know when last season started airing? Oh, I think it was around summertime or just before summertime. For yeah, I think two. so. It may have been even May. Yeah. April. May, April. I don't it know because right. I think that they're going to plan on shooting this through November and maybe the first of December. So then you've got all those shows that you know have to get edited and sound and color correction, music and all of that. And our fearless leader, Mr. Bird, sees all of that. That's so awesome. <laughs> everything he is there, whether he's in the scene or not, he watches every single thing and he oversees every element of production in this show. I love hearing and that. At, oh, that's that's what it's all about. And I at one point he was so burned out and I said, Can't you possibly let someone cut this? And then you watch it and he really says no. And it's not, I mean, I was going to say, it's not about being a control freak. Maybe it is. But where that control freak comes from is that everything that got him to where he is now, he oversaw every aspect of. So all his music videos, everything he did, his songs, his music, his everything, it's all him. Succeed or fail. It's him. So when he knows how well it's done, he is very reticent, and I can't blame him, to put it in another person's hands. So although he has surrounded himself with great writers, and that was very smart of him because it starts on the page. It's the written word. That's yeah. that's where that comes from. But I but like that he has that control. That, it gives it that extra layer of authenticity that, you know, he has that personal touch like to it at all times. you can tell in the end product. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, anyway, I don't know how we got up on that. <laughs> we're here to tangent all day with well, No, we were asking you about Dave, and that's that's exciting. So, all right. So, good updates, and we'll yeah. expect to see that probably around spring or so. But you have been such a blast, yeah. and I really hope we get a chance to talk again oh, sometime to my fellow December 6th Texan over here. Oh, my God, Yes. <laughs> My Sagittarius Thank you Texan. so much. It was a pleasure talking with you guys and happy to come back anytime. Thank you for having me. Oh, yes, likewise. Thank, thank you, Gina. Gina. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Bye, guys. Bye. Take care. Hope to see you at the final Bye. table someday. <laughs> I look forward to seeing you and seeing you at the table. Oh, uh, have a good weekend. Thanks, Bye. Gina. Thank you. You too. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Oh, she was, she was awesome. Like, coolest ever. I'm pissed. What? <laughs> Five, five for five? five? Yeah. Porn Whoa. or poker? Uh, it was too easy. She knew her shit. Yep. She pulled she her porn out and around. slapped you in the face with it. <laughs> she yeah. didn't have to know her porn because she knew her poker so well. Now, Jackie Chan, she was supposed to say, okay, well, I could see him big in the like Hong Kong circuit, those tables. Yeah. He's a big poker player over there. Maybe I just haven't played with him here. No, she knows what's up. He's with she, big China money. You think she didn't know international poker? I mean, she plays Pai Gal. Yeah. <laughs> so that was like a trap for the family Chan. She didn't fall into any of those <laughs> no. traps. Family Chan. <laughs> she hit five home runs in a row on your ass. She did. She was like, James Wood, buddy. You nice, kidding me? Nice dick, but. Yeah, James funny. Woods, huge hog, but poker. <laughs> <laughs> back to back to back to back to back to back jacks <gasps> on your ass. Damn. That sucks. So we have we have our first perfect game, and it was Gina that came on wow. and just smashed it.
Well, I'm impressed. Pointer poker. She comes from a games family. Can't uh, can't compete with that. This, she did explain it to us. She's like, I came from a games family. Yeah. You're going to have to try harder. Mm. Think you're going to fool me with porn in here? I don't fuck around. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're hilarious, but... All I need is a little info. Take it all the way. Go ahead and write winner next to my name. <laughs> you go ahead and circle that dumb Write it in pen, please. Book. Write it in pen. <laughs> Hot news. New Dream Car giveaway over at 8080. They're offering five times the entries right now. All for a brand new supercharged Lamborghini plus $60,000 in cash. You do not want to miss out. Nor do you want to forget to check out SundayCrunchy.com where you'll find every episode or links for social media and the Almighty Crunch Store where you'll find all kinds of crunchy gear showing that you are a proud citizen of Crunch Nation. And then there's the Sunday Crunchy Facebook group, home of the 24-7 meme orgy. <laughs> <laughs> this has been another episode of Something Crunchy. And as always, don't ever forget to live your crunchiest life and be crunchy to one another. Don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, and all that crunchy good shit. Thank you for listening. I got one more, and then it was like, all right, one more. All right, fucking do it right this time. <laughs> she was cutting in and out so badly at times. And couldn't, uh, hear. <laughs> couldn't hear her come in. Like, what about Brad Garrett's porn? I, what? Uh, <laughs> but I also played poker. Yeah. Yeah. This is a trick question. He's like, well, I can tell you about when he sh- couldn't walk for a <laughs> flowers in the mail the next day i don't know what happened Couldn't brush my hair for what? still smells like <laughs> she did not family chant gets me every time but don't worry geneth because after that Sylvester Stallone, you're supposed to fall into that and make him think of poker because of the movie. <laughs> 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 no. No, you can't say that. She'd hate it. Geneth? Yo, <laughs> stop. <laughs> it's like Peneth. <laughs> she watches the show. That's supposed to be better. <laughs> I had a granddaughter oh. named Gina once. <laughs> <laughs>